You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone. It's time for another episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast. Kyriakos left me this hanging this week to go to California. He's there for the weekend, so I decided to phone in a friend. I'm pleased to be joined by my childhood friend Zuhair, and today we're going to talk about uh, some of the NF- a little bit about the NFL, some uh, vaccination stuff, because uh, there's not much going on in the hockey world aside from the Olympics, which we'll t- touch on in a little bit. And maybe we'll talk about some fantasy football. Uh, but first things first, how are you, Zuhair? Good to see you. Hey, I'm happy to be on this podcast. Believe it or not, this is my first time being on a podcast. And I'm glad it's with you guys because, I mean, I see that you guys are making moves. You know, you guys are getting a lot of viewers. You guys are growing. I remember when you told me you first started, I was like, man, like, this is good. He's starting it. But I want to do that, too. So, I mean, like, this is kind of inspiring, like, you know, being on a podcast, maybe it'll lead to me in the future making my own podcast because I like talking and yeah, Joey's my good friend. So let's get this show on the road. I'm excited. Yeah, we go way back. Zuhair and I go back to like the fifth grade uh, and this is all we do. We just, we, we talk about sports and stuff, life and, and shit. Like I'll tell you. So a couple of years ago, when I first moved into my apartment that I'm in right now in Hoboken, um, Zuhair and I would talk about the NFL like pretty much religiously daily. And it was like, dude, we should start a podcast. And like, we never did it. I'm like, damn, maybe one day I'll start a podcast. And here we are, man. We made it. Yeah, for sure, bro. I'm excited to talk about all these uh, sports topics today because right now the sports world's crazy. There's a lot of stuff going in and out. So yeah, it's it's gonna be good. All right, so I thought we'd shake up the the uh, the scene a little bit here. We'll talk about the NFL because literally not much is going on in the NHL. Only thing that's happened for the Rangers, or, or not for the Rangers, but for the league, is just they released the uh, vaccine policy, and um, they also announced today or yesterday that the NHL is going to make a return to the Olympics uh, this year and the to the Winter Olympics. If you remember 2018 NHL players were not allowed to go to the Olympics uh, in, in, um, in 2018, of course. Um, remember, they had the Olympic athletes of Russia. That was a crazy, crazy story. Um, so like guys like Patrick Kane, Sidney Crosby were not playing in that tournament. So it was just a bunch of other players from different hockey leagues. Yeah, that's the NHL. That kind of makes it like so crazy to me to think about because um you know when you think of hockey obviously you think of the NHL like it's the biggest like hockey league in the world and right. like that's that's the league that you know players that's like you know when when you're a professional hockey player or you're not a professional yet your goal your end goal is like you want to play in the NHL there's other professional leagues but players who play in those leagues like their goal is eventually to get into the NHL and it's crazy to think that, you know, players like Crosby and, you know, Patrick Kane, all these guys that like, you know, fans look up to, uh, you don't see them in the Olympics. And that's kind of crazy because maybe some younger fans, they don't know these other professional hockey players who are playing in the Olympics. And that might kind of stray them away from watching it because they might not know who's playing. So if these NHL players uh, go back to the Olympics, it might 
make it more competitive and also might create more viewership. And also at the end of the day, like back in way before our times, like the Olympics, especially hockey, like it would be so intense seeing like, you know, the U.S. go against like the Soviet Union and this and that. And, you know, if they do something like that today, you'll see like all these like, you know, popular NHL players going at it against each other. And it's that'll just draw in viewers and make hockey fans go crazy, I think, at least. Yeah, honestly, I I love watching hockey players play at the Olympics. I remember 2014 when the United States played against Russia and it was a, a ridiculous shootout where TJ Oshie just kept kept scoring goals. There's a rule. Uh, with international play, which is the Olympics. So with the shootouts, normally in the NHL, it's for Zuhair. I, I know you don't watch hockey, but it's three shots per team. But in the international, internationally for like the Olympics and stuff, um, you get five shots. So it's five shots per team. And once you get after the fifth shot, you could reuse the same player over and over again. So what the United States did was they sent TJ Oshie out again and again and he scored every single time pretty much and he ended up winning us the game we didn't win we didn't win a medal that year we didn't even get like the bronze we we got kicked out but that game I'll just never forget that game that was just an unbelievable game and then the 2010 Olympics United States played Canada in the finals in the gold medal game and of course Crosby scored the game winning goal and Canada won in overtime and I, I remember being pissed off, but like, that was just incredible. Like watching, watching some of the best players in the world play against each other. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though they're not on the same team. Yeah. So like, yeah, exactly. Like, let's say, let's say from the NBA, like, let's say like LeBron and Steph Curry, right? Like two mm-hmm. of the best players, or I don't watch much of the NBA, but yeah. like, you know, that they always play against each other in the finals. So like, let's say for once they were on the same team. You know what I mean? Like, imagine that. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I mean, also another thing, I mean, I want, wait, so I have a question. My question is when was like the first, so 2010 and 2014, they had the NHL players there, correct? Right? Yes. Yeah. But then 2018, they didn't have them there. Right. Yeah. And I believe it had something to do with like, um, something with the bargaining agreement with like the league, like the collective bargaining agreements. It's like the same thing with like the NFL and stuff. Um, but there's, it did, it didn't seem like much sense to send some of the players over. Like, um, in 2014, this was like, you know, pretty big, like a pretty big deal. Um, the captain for the Islanders at the time, John Tavares, he, he got injured. He tore his ACL and he was out for the season. Like he tore his ACL at the Olympics and it got, I mean, it didn't screw the Islanders, but it just didn't, it didn't seem like it, it needed to happen. You know what I mean? Like. Um, and so I guess a lot of people, a lot of teams like felt the same way about it and they didn't send it there, but I just like the idea of them going back now. And now it's something else to watch. Like there's going to be like a two week layover period. That's usually what happens. Um, so now you get to watch like hockey, the different teams from different countries, maybe some players you've never seen before. You'll be able to see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. One thing I do have to ask you, though, is in 2018, did you see yourself in like, were you like, man, like, I hate this hockey Olympics because like, I don't know anybody or do you know, do you like my, uh, me, like, 
I watch hockey sometimes like here and there, but I don't really know that much about it. Right. So my question is kind of like, do you know players that aren't in the NHL or you were just kind of watching random guys on the screen? Um, so I didn't actually watch the 2018 Winter Olympic uh, ice hockey tournament, if I'm being honest with you. The Olympic athletes from Russia ended up winning uh, that, that, that championship, that tournament. But it's, I mean, to me, it's not like worth it to watch it because like even Canada, a team that's so good, like that has the best players in the world is completely filled by NHL players. You're really not going to know what, like what's, what's, who's on their team. So no, I didn't watch. And it, it, yeah, pretty much, I guess it was like uh, a bunch of randos. It's just like when you, when you, I don't even know. I was going to say, it's like when you, if you hop into like, like a cod lobby with a bunch of random people. I don't know, man. Like, no, just, I, get, I, I, I get what you're trying to say. Because, like, the thing is, I kind of see the NHL's point. Like, you know, obviously, like, you know, like as a hockey fan, right? You, you're a Rangers fan. And I'm sure most of the people who watch this podcast, I'm assuming, are um, Rangers fans. So the thing is, like, would you want, who who would you say is like the most valuable player on the Rangers right now? Like one that like he's like like their best. Like everybody knows like he's like you know you got to protect him. Not like 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 at, at, as of right now, who's the player on the Rangers that's the most valuable? You would say there's there's two right. There's the defenseman Adam Fox, and then one you'd probably you might know Artemi Panarin. He's a yeah Russian yeah dude. I know him I know him. He's that's got, who I would. He's got lettuce for hair. Yeah yeah I know him I know him I hear about him a lot. Him, yeah. like, for example, him, like, would you feel comfortable, like, him, like, going to the Olympics? Like, would you be excited? To, like, because, like, that's uh, me personally, like, in basketball, like, for, I've been, I've been, like, following the Nets for years, right? And, like, the Nets, like, they've always, like, sucked for so long. And then, like, the, in uh, 2017, they got D'Angelo Russell. And like he kind of put them on in 2018, 2019, and like that allowed them to get like star talent like Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. And now because of that, like the Nets, like they're hot again. And uh, recently, like this year in the Olympics, uh, that just you know the Olympics they just passed, um, they sent KD to the Olympics, and like KD, he's on my team, like. He's a, obviously a very valuable player. He's like the best player on the Nets, I would say. And I'm excited to see him in the Olympics. Like, it's crazy seeing him kill these other teams. But at the same time, it's like, man, like, I hope he stays healthy because, like, I don't want him to get hurt in a game. I know the Olympics is, like, such a memorable uh, kind of, you know, important game for the country. But at the same time, like, NBA is more important. So, like, in that aspect, comparing it to the NHL, like, I see what they were doing. Like, how would you see it in that kind of aspect? I get what you're saying, but absolutely, I would love to see Panarin in the in the Olympics, just because that's the yeah. kind of play. Like, you're you're describing Durant. Yeah. Like, Panarin is the Durant equivalent for the Rangers. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, he's 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 a guy that like you would pay to watch this guy play. Yeah. Any any person that doesn't watch hockey or basketball would watch these players. Pretty much is what is is the way I feel about it. Yeah. The thing that I think that's crazy about like the NHL, like, wait, so another question I have is like, it was that at 
policy the NHL enforced? Like, yo, if you're a player, a part of our league, you're not going to the Olympics. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much is that's what happened. Okay, they, they so just like didn't allow. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'll read it from Wikipedia. Okay. So after five consecutive Olympic tournaments in which the National Hockey League, the world's premier professional league, allowed its players to participate in the Olympics uh, and adjusted its schedule to accommodate the tournament, the NHL announced in 2017 that it would prohibit any player under NHL contract, including those not actually playing for an NHL team, from participating in the Olympics. Wow. So, yeah, this so is what I. I have to say about that is so in the NBA, like before um, LeBron would always like go to the Olympics, like he would always go and he'd dominate there and just watching it would be crazy. Cause it's like LeBron already dominates in the NBA, but like now right. when he's playing against other countries. He's going to go even more crazy, especially with like the other great people as his teammates. But then in 2016, I believe it was, it was the first year that like LeBron didn't go and i believe steph curry didn't go either but the thing was like i guess players kind of you know they like used their choice more they were like oh is it worth playing like or would i rather rehab and like you know stay healthy or something so like it kind of sucked but at least we still got to see some other players in the olympics like um kevin durant james harden and all these guys but knowing that the nhl completely took that away that's just crazy so yeah i would say this is definitely a major positive that they're letting them go back and i think it'll increase viewership as well because like you said who would want to watch professionals that nobody even knows dude i would totally recommend you like if you even if you don't watch hockey from like the beginning of the season up until the winter olympics i would tell you to start watching at the winter olympics because you would see literally the best there is to offer it's like fantasy teams playing against each other pretty much like the united states versus canada united states is not as deep as canada canada's team is just completely stacked of like okay so let's imagine in fantasy right we'll talk about our our drafts but like first round talent it's like a complete first round talent of players on there wow like like from top to bottom, every single position, because hockey players, they're pretty much entirely Canadian. That's, have, the major- that's their sport. Would you say, like, I don't know if I'm wrong, but, like, I know that's, like, obviously, like, what you think, because hockey is, like, probably, like, the most popular in Canada, right? But yeah. I also think, like, like, Russia has a lot of hockey talent, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Like, Ru- European and the Europeans and the Russians, like, like Sweden, um, let's say probably Finland and, uh, and then Russia, okay? So, like, those are the teams. Those are the, I would say, those are the top teams. How would you say it, rent? Like, how would you say, uh, well, obviously, in terms of country talent, like, I guess in the NA, not even in the NHL, but in, yeah, let's look at the NHL because that's what people know. But Canada obviously is at the top. Then, like, would you say US or Russia is after that in terms of hockey talent? I would say Russia. I would say Russia or Sweden, actually, because there's a lot of a lot of the Swedish players. They're crafty motherfuckers. Like they they have so much skill and they're yeah, they're, you're they're right. Cheeky, like they're they, good. Some in- of the crap, some of the crap they pull off is just unbelievable. Like you, you see it that the leagues they play in too are difficult leagues to play. Like the Swedish league is like one of the one, th- those leagues are some of the hardest leagues to play in. Like 
over in Russia, they have the KHL. It's called the Continental Hockey League. But aside from the NHL, it's the hardest league to play in. You have kids running around there with like 30, 30 year old men. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like players, the guys that haven't been drafted yet, they're 18 years old. So the Rangers actually had a guy, Vitaly Kravtsov. He's like 17, 18 years old when they drafted him. And he played for one of the big, one of those teams, like the KHL team. So like, that's a, that's a pretty impressive feat. And like, he did really well. Wasn't he He, like Swedish? uh, Wasn't Zibanejad Swedish? Yeah, he is Swedish. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, is. What am I saying? Was. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he he is. is He is Swedish. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I don't know what team he's on, but I, he's I still on like the Rangers. Okay, yeah, I remember he. That guy was crazy. Like I remember some of the games I watched, he do some crazy stuff, bro. Dude, he scored five <laughs> goals in one game once. That doesn't yeah. happen. He's like, I don't know how to explain it, but bro, like when he would be like skating down with the puck, he would do crazy stuff. I remember some of the games I watched, I'd be like, man, this guy is like, he's crafty with it. Oh yeah, dude. Like. There's some players that are just unbelievable. You have to look up Pavel Datsuk highlights. One of the greatest Russians to ever play hockey, ever. One of the greatest players of all time. One of my favorite players, too. Like, he was, he was a beast. Dang. Uh, yeah. Um, but anyways, moving on from the Olympic talk, uh, the NHL has released some COVID-19 protocols for the 2021-2022 season. And uh, I'm going to take this from the Sportsnet article that was released um, yesterday, um, last night. So this is Friday. We're recording this. So Thursday night, Elliot Friedman uh, comes from his article. Uh, The biggest news is a mechanism for teams to suspend unvaccinated players who are unable to participate in club activities. This includes situations where a player cannot travel because of local, provincial or state and or federal regulations upon return. Such individuals would forfeit the equivalent of one day's pay for each day. They are precluded from participating. So just like the NFL, they are not mandating a vaccine, uh, the players to get vaccines, but they are making it very, very difficult for unvaccinated players to you know, participate in the league. So, I mean, compared to the NFL, um, I think with that, I think with the NFL, most of the players are open with their opinions. Like, you know, those guys like Cole Beasley are notorious for being unvaccinated. We try not to get into politics on, on this, on the podcast, but um, like just talking about like the certain facts about uh, and comparing the, the, the protocols here, um, it, they, they're kind of similar. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy to see because, you know, before COVID and any, it's like, obviously like before covid we never thought like anything like this would happen it was like unreal to us right so seeing this take effect into sports is crazy because like you don't really think of these type of scientific type things and viruses and stuff in sports you just think like oh okay like we're gonna watch this game today like now there's this whole new aspect getting into it and it's having a big impact on teams because you know players who want to get vaccinated and don't want to get vaccinated. Like, obviously, you know, it's up to the player at the end of the day, it's the person's choice, whether they want to get it or not. But where the problems occur is, you know, different states might have different guidelines. Like the NFL has like, and it's scary for the NFL and all these other big leagues because 
they don't know what to do. They're like, hmm, maybe we should be safe and enforce it. But at the same time, mm -hmm. they're like, no, if we do enforce it, like it's gonna, you know, take away what our players want to do and it might not make our players want to play. So it's a very difficult situation for the NFL and the players themselves and the team, of course. I can tell you right now that all three, the, the NFL, the NBA and the NHL, they without a doubt already have better protocols than the MLB because when I get, when I get notifications from major league baseball saying that a player gets taken out of a game because of COVID literally in the middle of the game, you're doing something wrong. Why is that player in the game in the first place? You know what I mean? Shouldn't he have been yeah. tested? Yeah. I, 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 I understand the tests take a lot, a while to come back, but why can't you do it in advance? You know what I mean? Yeah, it just, exactly. It, it just seems like a really stupid excuse, but like baseball players do play every day, but I mean, isn't there like a test that comes back like sooner? Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. I think that's the major issue that it is, is maybe like it's every day. But at the same time, like the NBA is kind of like that, too. Like the NBA is always doing stuff. But like, I guess it makes sense because like, no, nah, it's it's just the MLB. Like they did not look into it. Like I remember, la I don't know. I, I vaguely remember this. You would know better than me because you are always uh watching baseball um but i remember like when the mlb like first came back like after you know like you know the pandemic they had so many problems like they'd have like oh my god yeah the marlins had a huge hiatus like they they were they played like the first week they missed or whatever the, even this year the mets first week of the season they were supposed to play the nationals but we got a big dub tonight. Just, just calling it out. We just got a big dub against the Nationals tonight. Just needed to put that out there. But anyways, our first series was against the Nationals, and their staff got COVID, and so we missed our first series of the week. But yeah, MLB has had a lot of problems with it, and I think it. it I think whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, whatever, whatever your beliefs are on it, it so falls on individual responsibility. Like don't go into big crowds. You know what I mean? Like, just, just be smart about it. Yeah. It doesn't matter the, if you're vaccinated or not, like, cause you could still get it if you're vaccinated for sure. And you're, you're more likely to get it if you're unvaccinated, of course, but like why I think they, okay. So the NHL has laid out stiff rules for the un, unvaccinated players. So from this sports net article, they read it. It says on the road, unvaccinated players cannot enter internal venues other than the team hotel practice facility or game arena. They're not allowed to use the hotel gym, the pool, the sauna, the steam room, or the other shared facilities. They're not allowed to have teammate staff uh, or visitors inside the hotel room with the exception of fully vaccinated family. And they're not allowed to leave the hotel to eat, purchase food, or use any other restaurants in or out of the hotel that are open to the public. They can't pick up food except where the restaurant provides curbside pickup or similar service that does not require entrance to the main restaurant. That and, is I mean. That that's a lot. And then the NFL is also like that too. But you were telling me about the NBA too, right? Like the, yeah, how they, so they're restricting I, travel or something. Why yeah, don't you tell so us about that? I don't know if like the viewers, but for the viewers, I'll just kind of like summarize it. So essentially, you know, for the past couple of days, this has been big news in the basketball world. Everybody's been talking about it, especially sports center. And what it, 
is is that players who are unvaccinated they have to travel separately from they have to they can't travel with the team uh they travel in separate buses than the team bus with the vaccinated players and that kind of is um you know making players kind of question you know the rules and regulations of this but at the same time the nba can't really do anything about it because different cities have different rules and guidelines so for example big cities like you know san francisco la new york city they have very strict guidelines when it comes towards covid-19 protocols and basketball is obviously played indoors and those three cities have big rules about you know you can't go indoors unless you're vaccinated this and that so not only are these unvaccinated players have the risk of not being able to travel uh with their teammates um they also have the problem they might not be able to play at some of their home games so that's very crazy so it's kind of making these players think like oh maybe i should get vaccinated oh some pay- players are even saying they might retire because of it so it's really crazy like what this has done to leagues like the nba gotcha yeah so i mean all in all like it's just it's a it's a big it's a it's a big problem it's a big thing to consider um with with this i mean like you said like you said it's just you know we always just turned on the tv and just decided to watch sports all right what's going to happen today who's going to do this who's going to who's going to step up and hit the big home run or hit the game winning shot to send us to the finals or whatever but now you have this covid aspect and it's just another big thing to consider um but the other thing that i wanted to say was like you know one of the big problems that we dealt with, like when COVID first started was like games were constantly getting canceled across all leagues. And I'm hoping that now that's not the case, you know what I mean? So now I'm just hoping that the vaccination rate or whatever, or the infection rate is gets to a point where like, you know, that doesn't happen where games get canceled in mass. And, you know, I like how the NFL lays out their penalties. Like, they're saying that um, if 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 the if there's an outbreak, the team responsible for the outbreak has to pay the fines, has to pay the law, cover the losses for that game. You know what I mean, like uh, financially. And I yeah, think that's a hundred. I think that's a very fair penalty. Yeah, because because at the the, the salary, the- you got to consider the salary cap too, like. I don't know how big the salary cap is for the NFL, but the NHL, it's pretty small. It's only 81 and a half million. And for a league like that, the NHL, where the viewer, it's not as popular of a sport. I'd say of the four sports, it's the least popular. Um, yeah. So, right. Like that, it's hard for them. They lost a lot of money from COVID. They, they missed yeah, out. They lost sure. big time. So the cap didn't rise at all. It stayed flat and it's going to stay flat for like another couple of years. So, I mean, for the NFL, I have no idea what the cap is like, or the NBA. So um, I'm looking at the, I don't know, like, this is an article, but it's saying the NFL salary cap, they kind of, they actually increased it, I believe. I don't know how they were able to do that, but um, it's saying that for like 2021, 2022, it's saying 208.2 million. So 208.2 million. That's it. That's a big salary cap. Yeah, but a lot of money. Uh, the football players get paid a lot of money, though. Yeah, that is true. 
But um, another thing I want to kind of look at, I'm searching up, is it kind of got me thinking because you mentioned it that a lot of games last year, you know, because last year was the first season that, you know, these leagues were playing after the pandemic. So it was something new to them, right? Right. And uh, I think hopefully this year it should be better because obviously people are getting vaccines and stuff like that. And like there's protocols and this and that. Like for the NFL, it's saying that overall, like after the roster cuts, because I think a couple of days ago, like all the teams had to make their roster cuts or whatever to make a 53-man roster. And it's saying the NFL player rate holds at 93% for vaccination. So 93% of the active NFL players are vaccinated. That's pretty good. saying that um, in terms of uh, teams that have like 100% vaccination, I think like the Buccaneers are like one of the teams that have it. And I think the Falcons have it. And then other than that, a lot of the other teams, like they're in the high nineties. The Buccaneers and the Falcons. Yeah, bro. Crazy, right? I'll be damned. (laughs) Crazy. I can't speak about that on here. I can't speak about that on here for political reasons, but (laughs) I'll be damned. (laughs) Yeah. That's all you can say. (laughs) But um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, so I think things, because of that make it a little bit better because like obviously like a lot of players are vaccinated and like if you're with other vaccinated people you know like the chance is pretty low and then if they continue the nfl like i know they have like pretty strict protocols when it comes to this like for example like i remember um i used to watch certain players like they have vlogs and stuff and one of the players that i used to watch his vlogs is michael pittman He's the wide receiver for the Colts. And I remember like, he'd just always go into like what he's doing in practice and stuff. And every video where he went to practice, they would COVID test them before they entered the facility. So they Mm -hmm. still have that aspect. They're constantly testing the players before. And then you have people getting vaccinated. So I think things look better here. We'll just have to see, wait and see how it plays out. But yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I I don't know. Just like, I hope I hope that that's sufficient. Ninety three percent across the league is is sounds pretty good, man. Like that sounds really good. Uh, I hope that's sufficient to you know keep the season going, no cancellations. I think a solid goal for the NFL, I be like what they could do, like personally, is just say like, all right, I want to go the whole season without canceling one game for COVID due to COVID. If it's like for weather or something like that, or something bad happens, God forbid then that's that's okay but like i mean it's not okay but like in terms of your goal it's not okay or it it's fine but um if it's for covid i don't know i would just i would just try and shoot for a goal the entire season without canceling one game due to covid i think that's a good stepping stone for the future yeah and speaking of things getting canceled because of weather man what some type of weather we've had these these past couple of days. Oh my God. That hurricane. What's it? What's his name? Ida. Ida? Yeah. Hurricane Ida. Ho. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I don't. Yeah. New Jersey got stomped. Bro. I got lucky. Like this is crazy, but um, so, you know, Rutgers started on uh, Wednesday, right? And that was September 1st. And that was the day like, you know, that, all hell broke loose and the storm went crazy so I was supposed to take the train to go to school that day 
but uh-huh. I like missed the train and the next train was like for another hour. So while I was oh, waiting man. for the next train, I was like, man, I hate this class anyways. Like, let me try to switch to this other class I'm trying to get into. And by chance, that class open, I switched into it. And since I was able to switch into that class, I was off that Wednesday. So I got to drive back home. And the train station I went to was the Bridgewater train station. I don't know if like the viewers know like where they're from. Uh, probably, probably not, but it's somewhere okay. in central Jersey. Yeah, I'll, it's in, I'll, that's fine. Yeah. It's in central Jersey and essentially like for you guys, just to get an idea that there's a train station and right next to the train station, there's like a, a minor league baseball team plays there. They're called the Somerset Patriots. But anyways, oh, there, I didn't even know there was a train station over there, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, right ahead. next to it. But anyways, so I was like, okay, cool. I switched out of this class. I can just drive back home. Thank God I drove back home because um, then I would have been stuck. It rained so hard. And it, the, the, this was so bad. The whole train station was like underwater and the whole Patriot stadium was like filled with water. Like, I think, yeah, it was like, they did a bird's eye view of it. It looked like a bowl of dirty water. Yeah, like, honestly, just, oh my God, completely filled everything. Yeah. So I was saved, man. I don't know what, like, God happened, bless, man. Jeez. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So that's a pretty good story. That's pretty good. I wouldn't have thought of that to switch out of a class. Oh, I really hate this class. Let me just switch real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty good move, man. Nice yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you have any crazy stories, or was there anything yeah. that happened at the pizzeria or anything like so, that? You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. We do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. So I am no longer at the pizzeria. Right, like working there. Right as of right now, I'm in school, but. That doesn't mean I'll stop telling these pizza stories. So I heard that of this hurricane ravaging like our town in Hoboken. Apparently it was, it was supposed to, it was like really bad, but I guess by me, literally nothing happened. I looked outside on Thursday morning and literally it was drier than the Sahara desert. It was, it was sunny out. There was not one patch of water anywhere on the street. Not that I could see. And I'm like, what did it rain? Did it rain even and the day before I was walking back from the store and from from like Walgreens or something and it, it started to pick up a, a little bit it was not nearly as bad as like you know torrential downpouring it wasn't like that I mean it was raining hard no don't get me wrong but like not like where it would end up with a whole bowl of water like the Patriot Stadium but Anyways, up the road from the pizzeria, there's like a little sidewalk with with some guardrail with a guardrail on the side. And um, my mom sent me a video. One of the employees from the store, the driver, um, he took a video. He went with with my dad. It's completely destroyed. Like the, it's there's a giant like hole. It's like a chasm, honestly. Really, I mean, it's it's not that bad, but like it's just unbelievable. The com- the sidewalk's completely torn up. I know you, you know what I'm talking about, right? From, yeah. That goes up the road from the high yeah. school. Yeah, bro, that is that. I I would not imagine that thing to be like that, bro. Yeah, so <laughs> so he goes there, and it's just it's completely busted, and 
my mom's calling me the night of the storm. She's like, oh my God, there's people outside, outside. Why are there people outside the pizzeria sleeping in their car? I'm like, what the hell is going on? There's people outside the store sleeping in their car. Like, and then yeah. like I get pick. I've seen picture. I've seen pictures of people's cars getting flooded. They're underwater. Some guy we know had to like climb out of his car and start swimming to his house. Like, because his car got stuck in the middle of the road or whatever. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. I was actually, so anyways, that same day later that night, um, I was going to CVS. I had my shift at CVS. I was working in the pharmacy. Right. And, um, as I was, I literally work like a minute from my house. And as I'm driving there, like my car sometimes has like weather alerts or whatever. So I, as I'm parking my car, I'm about to get, it's like tornado warning, 10 miles from your current location. I'm like, oh, what a- oh shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Like in my get head, back like, in the oh, car, get back in yeah. the car. And then I head, I'm just like, yo, crap. Like there's a, I, but then I was like, oh, it's probably like some minor tornado. It's like nothing crazy. Like whatever, <laughs> like no big deal. Like it's probably just a joke. And then. I'm working in CVS and then like it's only like 5 p.m. But I like the work, the work they give you there, especially in the pharmacy, like there's so many people constantly coming. Like you, if you only work for an hour, it feels like three hours and like um, especially on a busy day. And like it was really dark outside. And like at this time of year at like 5, 6 p.m., it's not dark outside. It's still sunny. And I'm like, yo, like, why is it dark? Is it like seven or eight? I'm like, no, it's, 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 and then I realized it starts raining so hard. And then people are starting to take shelter in our CVS. My boss, he actually had to stay at CVS till like 1 a.m. because like the main oh my, roads were wow. closed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All the roads are like closed and he, stuff. Get this. He left at 1 a.m., he got back to his house at 7 a.m. What? Yeah, because he doesn't live in this area. He lives like an hour away, like South Jersey. But it took oh, him like six man. hours, bro. So not just the roads that were closed, like by us. Yeah, the roads that are closed by him too, and on the way. Yeah, and like, I mean, he has a big pickup truck, like one of those big ones. So I guess that kind of helped. If he had like a regular car, like you know, like a sedan, he might have gotten stuck. He might have gotten stuck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Crazy stuff, weather that you don't think we'd see. But yeah, that's just something for you guys to hear about this weather. It was just crazy. Something I've never seen. Yeah, I'm not sure like where the majority of our audience listens or is from. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would assume if this is a Rangers podcast somewhere in the tri-state area. But like, you know, if on the off chances, like people that live in California or something like that or uh, I don't even know some state in the West, Arizona. I, I don't know. Or God forbid, even, even let's go, let's go across the pond. Let's go like Sweden or whatever, Ru- Russia. If there's any, any Swedish or Russian listeners, there you go. Here's the hurricane that's going on in, in uh, the East coast of the United States. There you go. East coast, never change, always cold, always snowy. And it's, uh, you know, never, not really the best place to choose to live, but you know what? I love New Jersey, Jersey yes. forever. Yes, we have the best pizza too. That's right. That's right. We do have the best pizza. Suck it, New York. I'm sorry. All right. I have nothing else to add. Do you have anything else to add before we wrap it up? Um, I don't have anything else to add other than 
I think fans should be excited for the sports that are coming. Football starts next week. So, yeah, there's that to look forward to. You know, baseball is getting crazy right now. All these games, every game means everything right now. You think in baseball, like a game, a a sport with so many games, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, at this point of the year, everything matters. Football is coming back. This is a good time to be alive. And yeah, that's all I got to say. That's right. Yeah, this is a good, good, good uh, way to end out. Close out the episode. Zuhair, it's a pleasure always. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And hopefully this isn't the last time I'm here. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay.